And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Cast episode 71. In this episode, we will be discussing episode two from Netflix Shadow and Bone. We're all someone's monster. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moi sabienyi, casters. Hello. So... Here we are, and we are happy and ready to talk about some listener cities, because I want to visit these places. I know. <laughs> first, no. first, we have Below Horizonte in Brazil. Ugh, that sounds so beautiful. It does. And then we have Trieste, Italy. and thank- Which is also probably very beautiful. <laughs> thank you all for listening there, and we wish we were there with you right now. Yes, That please. would be gorgeous. Although it's not awful here today, so. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> So for those of you that want to support our podcast a little more and reap the rewards, we now have Patreon. Each tier will receive a video from us and exclusive access to a new segment, GrishaCast After, where we talk a little bit about the Grishaverse and a lot about being best friends. There are also tiers that grant you a co-producer and even a co-host status. Wow. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash GrishaCast or follow the link at GrishaCast.com. This week, our Patreon patron shout-out is Sally Beth Daniels. Thank you so Woo-hoo! very much. We love you. Thank you, girl. Mm-hmm. Thank you for supporting us, and we love you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. I am so much better than I've been in a little while because okay. school is done for the semester. Yay! I don't have my grades yet. But that's done, so I don't have to worry about that. Went to Miami over the weekend to celebrate. Sat on the beach every day. It was, yes. So, um, yes, so much better. It's nice when um, something that's causing you so much stress goes away for a little bit, at least for a few weeks before the next semester starts. But it's just, it's just nice. Nice breath of fresh air. It is. Well, good. You deserve it. I'm sure you did great. Thanks. I hope so, because I had an A otherwise before I turned in the final. So <laughs> if I bombed it, then that would be sad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Don't take it down a few notches, but I'm sure you did fantastic. Oh, thank you. So. It was public speaking, which was kind of funny. Mm. I don't know if I mentioned that on here or not. That it was it was funny to me that we have a worldwide podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> and I've done many, many speaking gigs and I had to take public speaking communication um, yeah so it was um it, w- it was kind of funny and comical but um yeah a lot of busy work i guess a lot of yeah. writing and then actually presenting the speeches but <laughs> it's just it, it was just funny i guess i feel like that's a huge part of school is they just are like okay what can we make sure that they just have to like be really busy with for a while and then give them something else on top of that so we can make sure that they like know how to like I don't know, space out their time and use time correctly. I don't know. I just yeah. always feel like they do that sometimes. It's, and because I'm older, I went to school 
originally a long time ago. I will not. Oh, girl, it wasn't that long ago. Yes, it was. Mm -mm. It was twenty years. I ain't. It was twenty years. (laughs) Uh uh. (laughs) The last time I went to school. So the difference is insane. When I went the first time, it was so hard. Like so so hard. We didn't have (laughs) what we have now. I don't know what I want to say. Uh. We didn't have easy access to the internet. <laughs> um, everything was literally out of the book, paper writing, and like exams. Like that's it. Like it was hard. It was really, really hard. And now, <laughs> I bet all your books are online. Or... Yes, everything's online. Wow. And I don't mean to like undermine anyone in school currently, but the access you have to everything and online courses that. Um, allow you to just look everything up all the time oh my gosh y'all it is so much easier and if so if you ever wanted to go back to finish your degree do it now (laughs) if it was difficult the first time seriously do it now I mean other than there's no time like the present it's never too late it is the easiest it has ever been (laughs) right now especially there's they give so many concessions with COVID and everything else so um, I promise you, just because I work in a college, that has nothing to do with it. I'm just telling you as a student, now is the time. Do yeah. it. You don't even have to go to class. You, you can just don't. roll out of bed and look at your screen. Seriously. It, it is. is a, it's amazing. What a great time. I talked my brother into it, so he's going back. Good. Yeah. So seriously, now's the time, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I remember my brother had an encyclopedia set. Yes. And I bet. It was expensive. Those things were expensive. And those got me through a lot of essays yes. and information. That's you couldn't how just... you had to do it. Yeah. There was no just going out to your car and typing into Google real fast. You had to go to the library and go to the card catalog system. Oh, my God. I and hope that, that you like and hope that you use it correctly and then find the code and, and then, then go the find the book in the coded area and then you had to do everything like out of the book. That's the only information you were given is what you could find in the library. It wasn't like you weren't opened up to everything in the entire world. Um, so like even my, the art class I took before, we literally we had to do a thing on where we visited a museum, but it was a virtual visit. visit? Wow. So like, That's you weird. know, we went to like a Paris museum and it was just <laughs> I don't know. Now's the time is all. I guess what I'm trying to say, because it is so much easier, so much better. Y'all have no idea how easy you have it now. And I I know that makes me sound like a grandmother. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) But it's the truth. Hey, we're giving information out there and just trying to better the Grisha verse fandom. Yes. Do it now. (laughs) And if you and if you have questions about it, feel free to ask me. We really I'm a student and I work at a college, so. I mean, <laughs> no longer are we just a Grishaverse podcast, but we no. also can be your parents. Yes. If you need any advice, exactly. just exactly come to Terry, not me. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lot better at it than I am. Oh, we oh. don't know that. Oh. It takes all kinds. You're a different kind of parent. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. Here you on that one. Whew. It's very interesting just stepping into that, by the way. Yeah, it- I can't imagine. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you had it harder, I think. It was, it's just, it's just a, it's a totally change of 
world perception and everything like i mean just to, but i mean that's also like when you literally have a baby it's the same thing i mean if you have a baby you're just carrying it around nothing's like yelling and screaming and then you have the baby and then all of a sudden you've got this thing that it is but you kind of slowly get to know their personality because right. when they first come home for the most part they're just sleeping and pooping and mm-hmm. then, like, they slowly, like, age. So you kind of, like, they don't talk for a while. So you just kind of <laughs> slowly get into it. But when you pick them up as a teenager, when, like, someone else has completely given them their personality, <laughs> that I can't, that's, that would be very difficult. It's an adjustment, I think, for everybody, though. But our house is fantastic now. Like, we are doing so much better. Um not that we were really in a bad spot. It was just, it was a learning curve for all oh, of yeah. us. Like, I know oh, he's doing so much better. Like, I love him so much. He's so sweet. And he he's, he is like, he's just like, he's grown up and I'm very proud of him. And, and I'm proud of you guys. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> for the two of you for sticking through it and being great parents. Because now as things change and get better, you can look at that and you can say like, I was a part of that. Like <laughs> I, I helped this person like it's just, uh, i don't know it has to feel good too and i can go back to this podcast and listen to the season right when i <laughs> pretty much we got Kaden. yes because that's really where it started yeah which uh, that's so funny thinking about season one well not season one sorry this all is season one but the first book of this podcast not if you're already listening to this and i mean you're way past it but i would just <laughs> say just forget the first book <laughs> we had no, no. clue what we were doing uh, well, we had there were so many learn, learning curves. Talking just, about learning curves, just listen to, to the growth. There is growth. We, yes, we have grown. Well, <laughs> so we've had we we've had a very interesting day. We've like, I mean, we've been working hard, yes. and we um we're excited about the show. This has been crazy and incredible. Sorry that we're coming to you a little late too. We um just had to protect ourselves here in. Nashville, the weather can get pretty bad, and yes. especially since we had like really horrible tornadoes about a year ago. Yes, we're still kind of recovering from that. So anytime we and hear we had the- tornadoes a few days ago, like earlier this week too. Yeah. Um. So you just never know. You have because they didn't, they can't really predict the weather. No. So you just never know. Sometimes True. they have no idea, and then there's a random tornado. So. Um, so yeah, we had some hail and some strong storms, a few limbs down, but, uh, luckily it didn't get See, too no, bad, but I, did, I mean, like no one would want to be out driving in it. No, absolutely not. And so, but then we also had the cast zoomy thing that I'm zoomy sh- thing that I'm sure a lot of you did. And so we just figured why not just do it all know, at once, do it all together. Yeah. So we just pop fresh out of our costume because <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We spent time getting on costumes and everything because we thought that it would be a little bit more interactive. Um, and um, it was great, but I'm just going to say I wouldn't have dressed up in my, as a rude costume if I would have known that I would have been in a room with 800 other people. Yes. Hey, it's the truth of it. You've got to just be honest, right? So uh-huh. That's how I feel. Anyways, so let's dive on in, right? Yep. Yeah, we've got so episode two, which is called We're All Someone's Monster. Hmm. Got a lot going on in that. This really is a like, a, this episode has a yes, lot to it. So it does. I want to make sure that we're just kind of like talking about, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, just the 
was there a favorite part of the episode for you? I mean, I know we're going to go in order, but I mean, just before we even start that, was there something that you really found like phenomenal Um, or anything that popped out? The greatest thing for me was um, the interaction between the Darkling and Alina. Yes. In the, um, oh, I don't know, in like the, the, the beginning field. of it. Yes. Um, but it, like when she's traveling to the little palace and he's like, you're writing with me now. But like they stop and they have this conversation. The acting in that is great. Is absolutely phenomenal because it's just the two of them. So there's not a lot to work off of other than what's being said. And just the look on Ben Barnes's face during some of these conversations is just. He was spot on and amazing. The word yeah. no. I have never in my life <laughs> seen someone act the word no as well as he did. And we'll talk about that more yeah. like later on. But like, yes, that was to me, that was like the highlight. I mean, we had a lot. We had a lot. There was a lot that went on. <laughs> but that to me just really stuck out just just from the sheer talent. Yeah, I agree. That was an like I I love that she's like, can we stop? Because my tailbone's hurting. And she and, said no to the darkling. I know. She <laughs> He's like, no. here's all these great things. She's like, no. <laughs> it it's crazy. I loved Jasper in this episode yeah. because you got to like. I feel like this episode, you. I don't know. He just had some really interesting, funny, awesome lines that were just so mm-hmm. him and his and, personality. Yeah, I loved it. Like I. There were so many times I just went back to just like, you know, go back 10 seconds. I want to hear him say that again. Yeah, so. Kit is just, he's amazing. Oh. Perfect, perfect, perfect Jesper. I love it. Yes. Uh, okay. Even down to his like lanky body. It's just. It's, it's perfect. You're oh, right. It's, perfection. I'm excited to see like, you know, the future and who could possibly be Wyland. I know. That'd be so cool. Ugh, we what? did get a little bit of that in this episode, so. Yeah mentions a little bit yeah so um so what like i mean they start out i mean obviously like i mean we don't want we like i mean they tried to cover the fact they keep on trying to do these like showing of mal and alina when they're in the orphanage yeah it's like the flashbacks and we kind of get like the kind of backstory of the test where the grisha come in yeah and they test you they don't do the test if you're sick or injured blah blah blah. alina is like hanging out and listening to them. Um, but they they don't want to get tested, so they run away. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember, like, what happened in the book of whether, like, did she, like, I know they didn't run out in a field to hide. I feel like, I can't remember. Can you? Um. Nope, it's okay. Don't worry. We cover this all the time, so <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are ago. like, our listeners are like, oh, my God. Know. Uh, we know exactly, and... I just have to remember, but I can't remember right now. But that's what I'm enjoying also is kind of seeing how they put these episodes together too and trying to mesh the story. But I do like the, I do, I just like these little moments where you see Lil Mal and Lil Alina. Well, it's important. It is. Because like we were discussing, like they don't explain a whole lot in the show if you're not a book reader. So at least you have that. At least you have some of the background with that. Sorry for anybody that has not read any of these books <laughs> and is trying to watch the show because yeah, it's hard. I just realized I would be so confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's a lot. They, I feel like they dove into the Grisha verse really quickly without kind of explaining. I think they were trying very hard to make it friendly for the fans and for the book readers. But forgot. 
but they, I guess, didn't look at it through someone's eyes that hasn't read the book. Like when I watch it with my partner, he is extremely confused and I have to explain a lot of things. And there are some things that if you wait a little bit, they will kind of explain it, but again, kind of explain it. There's a lot of things. um, A lot of my friends have asked me, can you please explain this part to me that they're very confused? So um, I'm sure most of our listeners are book readers and I'm sure we we don't really have anyone that um, doesn't really know the story, but we're going to try the best we can to explain things (laughs) as we go. Yeah. But most of you guys probably are just avid lovers of the Grishaverse, just like us. So that's where I can't imagine somebody that just watched (laughs) the show is like, I need a podcast on that. So I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> and you skipped right over all, yeah. So I'm sure our listeners are um, know what's happening, but just in case. Yeah. So pretty much after they do that, um, after we have these little like flashbacks, we do like go back to the skiff and just like we're pretty much right after Alina summoned light for the first time. Yes. I mean, she didn't know she did. And that was kind of cool because I just, I love that scene. Well, we all saw it. Like, that was, like, the trailer pretty much, you know, when they're taking Alina into, like, the the tent. Yes. And see the Darkling. Yes. And where he gets to, like, be like, what are you? And I love her. The Darkling does not say that in the book. No, Um, he does not. But this is where when they are back on the skiff after everything happened and there's this really cool like burn thing oh, yeah. into the skiff. That's actually a really good thing. But it's our very first like real sign that they're considering Alina to be a Grisha because when she asks, where's Mao? They so, say that he army. went off with the first army or yeah, yeah. he went off with the first army to medical and they didn't take her to medical. So like that's our very first hint kind of hint that she's going to be treated differently. Yep. And I I just love the Darkling's whole, like, test thing. I think it's really cool when they take her in there. And I just think the acting, I love her outfit. I, I've realized I really kind of want to wear her, like, suspenders. And, like, yeah. I think that's cute. But it's just neat. I Because the ring that they, like, how he, like, tests her, I think that's such a really cool thing that they added that was not part of the books. Right. So in the book, it was um, it was someone in like the first army, I think, that was like, what are you? And she's like, I'm just a map maker. And they're like, well, we'll see about that. And they take yeah. her to the Darkling. And then the Darkling yeah. is like, can you summon light? And she's like, uh, no, dude, I can't do that. And he's like, so he, he grabs her arm. Mm-hmm. And she says she can feel it rising up, but she pushes it back. So, like, she's physically making it stop, but she can feel it. And he did have to cut her. Yeah, he uses a knife. But there's, yeah, he 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 doesn't say, what are you in the books? No. And then um, he doesn't, like, immediately cut her. <laughs> he tries to just be the amplifier. Yeah, exactly. But... It's- we have to get to it in the in the show, you know? Like, we have to... <laughs> oh, absolutely. We have to get through it. So, and then, like, after we... Like, that... The light, after he mm-hmm. does do that, is really kind of cool. And then we see, like, Mal, obviously, just... Which I think is really interesting, because he's walking towards a tent that he's assuming she is in. Yeah, he's going after her. But, like, he never makes it in there. He just sees, like, this huge light come out of, like, the tent. And then he just, like, he stops and walks away. <laughs> right. I just find that interesting that, like, he just, uh, like, 
I don't know, I guess maybe they're trying to say that like there's so much talk about the Sun Summoner and since like they definitely were saying it's Alina that he just assumed automatically that had to be Alina. I don't know. I, I yeah, I I mean I think it's easy to assume because they're like Alina went to that tent with a darkling and the only thing different now is that Alina's in there. If someone right. could have done light before, they would have done it. So I think that's That's right. So I think that's like the obvious like okay, yeah, that's Alina. But um, but yeah, he just kind of stands there. <laughs> he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> he can't believe it because he's just so totally thinking that no, she can't be Grisha, mm-hmm. she's not. And yeah, he walks away. And then we go to our Ketterdam peeps. Yeah, and I, I think it's interesting because cat like this is a really neat part where we get to see Kaz interact like in the Crow Club, and we, it's just there's so much information here. So one, we do have a video, like, and this is when Kaz meets with, um, he gets to see Pekka for the first time. So he he's well, no, we saw time? no, we saw Pekka last. Was yeah, it last in the last episode? Yes, because, they met each other. No, he didn't. No, okay, oh, sorry. He has met before. He has met Pekka before. <laughs> <laughs> but in this show, this yes. is the first time Kaz and Pekka are together. Let's say it that way. That's right. Thank you. That's what I was trying to put out. I was trying to I'm say. like, wait a minute. Yeah. So us book readers know, obviously. Yeah, Let's, well, yeah. Husband, Chris, <laughs> producer, can you please press video one? <laughs> Tell me. Have we ever made a deal before? You and me? Nah. Otherwise you'd know better. How do you be dead? Yes. So like we said last time, mm-hmm. not how I pictured Pekka no. at all, No. nor did I expect him to have an Irish accent. That is very, yeah, I wonder what part of the Grisha verse is from. <laughs> um, but the reason why that's important to our non-book readers out there, but those of you that have read it, you know what we're about to say. Kaz has met Pekka before. Right. We know all this history. Yes. It was a long time ago when he was a little boy. And and Pekka did some bad things to his brother. So oh, well, we can, yeah. <laughs> I'd say pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So they have history, but they're not going into it right now. So anybody that has questions about that, that's why that whole have we done a deal before, that's why. I think that's one of those things that's like a nerdy thing for us book readers. We're like, oh, we know what exactly that is, but that the... The non-book readers would be like, oh, yeah. okay, they've never done a deal before, okay. Exactly. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're a book reader. You're obsessed with the Grishaverse, most likely, just like us. So you've caught on to some of these things, and they're they're so interesting. So, like, I, like, of course, I saw that scene, and I was just like, that's very interesting. And, of course, after that, also, we see Inej kind of trying to dial into that a little bit more mm-hmm. by bringing up the fact, like, saying... Kaz's face looks like this, and it's only like I've only seen it look like this. I can't. I'm when he's what's he say? Jealous? No, he wants to get revenge. Revenge, yeah. Kaz is obsessed with Rollins, is what she's yes, is what she's harping on. But the funny part about that to me is where she keep where she like steals Jesper's shot. Oh, and yeah. like Jesper's face, <laughs> like, um, that's mine. I know, and then that really sucks because then Kaz comes and does <laughs> this exact same thing to him. So. Uh, but one thing that, like, I'm such a nerd about and is 
they show this really quick clip of his like of Kaz's pocket watch, and for some reason, I was obsessed with this. And I'm probably the only person. So, um, producer Christopher, please press graphic one. And it's just a picture of the watch, but I was like standing in front of my TV for probably like about ten minutes, like really <laughs> trying to figure it out. To because there's only one hand that actually is moving on that thing. There's not two. It's only one hand. There are like twelve spaces for like the twelve hours, but there's like planets, mm-hmm. and then in the middle is like it looks exactly like the eclipse. Kind of it reminds me of the Darklings symbol. I was trying to figure out if there's any science to figure this out, but after a really long time of looking at it, nope, I can't figure it out at all. <laughs> so if any of y'all out there have been able to figure that out, because I don't know why, but these things mean a lot to me. Yeah. Because um, I want to know, how is he reading that watch? Like, what is like, there's only one hand that moves. And what's he looking at? How does he know that sunlight is, um, sunrise is only in five hours? I see three hands. I know, but if you actually watch the video, there is only one hand actually in that. Mm. I know it's a shadow, probably what you're looking at. So I swear, I stared at this forever. And anyways, that's how obsessive I am. So (laughs) um, anyways, after that, we do kind of, Kaz is kind of watching everybody in the Crow Club. And I think it's neat because we see him take somebody. He's trying to figure out how they can get across the fold. Mm -hmm. And he sees... He just randomly sees someone counting money and pulls her in there. And he does this weird signaling thing. Oh, yeah. It's like... Doo, 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 I know. It's very... um. It's like... <laughs> I don't it's know. It's very strange. Janet Jackson-y to me. <laughs> uh, it kind of is, yes. So, and then what I found so fascinating about this was when he dragged her in there and says, okay, you're from this... You're lying about who you are and where you're from mm-hmm. because of the war. And she's like, yeah, of course. I, I, my because daughter's of the way Grisha. That she's counting the money. Exactly. Yeah. What an interesting, like, thing to notice. Yeah. And I love that, like, he says people only count their money the way you are from at, like, from, are people from, like, close to the Sickerzoi. Yeah. Which is just, like, I'm a map freaker freak about the Grisha verse. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is place yeah because she kept saying she was from west ravka and he's like that's not how they count money there they go from one hand to the to the other and see that's another interesting aspect that they brought into the show that i'm absolutely really enjoying is the fact that they've made this now storyline about west ravka and ravka that's not like a part like i mean being divided like like west ravka is trying to be its own country that wasn't a part of the books um Ravka was Ravka. It sucked that Yev is divided in half, but there wasn't like West Ravka trying to be just like, hey, we're going to be our own country and try to detach from the rest of Ravka. I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's really kind of cool. Um, I'm interested to see where that goes with this story because it doesn't finish out in the season where we see it like that end. But it's but, in- but because she clearly got through the fold. Oh, clearly. That's exactly. the reason why he's very interested in her because he's like, how did you get through the fold alive? Give me names. Give me a, a way. Because, you know, at this point, he's desperate to find something. So he's he's like, tell me how you got across the fold. And she's like, I don't know their name. I didn't know. The title. He, yes. The only he only she... goes by a title and of. Conductor. The conductor. And Who? they went in some noisy thing. 
And then the only, cause, and he's like, well, how do I find this conductor? And she's like, I don't know. They left me with somebody named Poppy. So who when, works at the Emerald Palace? Poppy's an awesome character. Oh my gosh, yes. But before we get to that, the conduct, when I first heard them say yes. conductor, I automatically was like, are they about to tie Sturmhand into this yes, story? Yes, because they talk about how it was a contraption that like went it through the thing. Just and I was like, like oh. But no, no, it wasn't. But unfortunately. <laughs> It's okay. That's coming. But then we do get to meet Poppy because mm-hmm, uh-huh. they got some drags up in the Grisha verse. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, we love the. Oh, so, Poppy was fabulous. Poppy is a great character. So that's really cool. Um, we learn more about just like, I don't know, there's all these little extra parts that they're adding in there that I just need new characters. And we've got this new conductor person. Um, so. Let's play real quickly um, video two. This is going to show a little bit about Kaz and Jesper because it kind of ties into this story of what, like, what they're trying to do. So if you'll play video two, please. Never make decisions out of fear, Jesper. Only out of spite. Well, greed always worked for me. <laughs> so that was right after... Um, he got done with, like, Pekka, like, was telling him to get off that case. And I think it's just awesome because Jesper's just like, greed always worked for me. But you hear Kaz is just like, he's determined to figure this out. Like, he's not going to let this job go. Right. Oh, no. And uh-uh. he's... No, Kaz has to figure out a way. So, anyways, they're trying to find the conductor. They do. I mean, uh-huh. Inej helped. And are we there yet? Did we get to the part where, like, they say Inej, like... No, so we go back to Ravka at this point, and Alina gets into the carriage with Ivan. Um, okay, so I was skipping ahead. Well, yeah. in the in the show, it goes back and forth, back and forth. So she's she's getting into the carriage. They're going to the little palace. She says no because I want to see Mal. Eh. And then this is this is the scene where Mal is like running after the carriage, and Alina is screaming, yeah. "I didn't know!" Like over and over again. So, um. That it was just a little tidbit of there, but we also get Zoya in there where she comes up to Mal and she's like, "She's in fine. She she'll be fine. She's yeah. in good hands." And she rolls her eyes, so you know, because she because yeah. she loves the Darkling. Yeah, and she just knows. I mean, she's she knows that she's Grecian now, so she's gonna mm-hmm. be well off. And then it brings in the whole like, I mean, well, I mean. I know that you really like this part where it was I. Who are the two characters, the two Grisha that were with Ivan and Fedyr? Yes. By the way, did you see the videos of them? There's like they like there's videos of them, um, like not on like screen, like a, oh yeah, where they're like, like practicing, well, or they're trying to get in like sync and no, there's this cute video oh. of like one feeding the other. Oh, like <laughs> no, while they're on this like one. on set, it's really really <laughs> cute. Um. It's awesome. So I realized that, like, I guess I'm more like Ivan. I guess I didn't realize mm-hmm. that when I was reading the first book. But I'm like, I would be like Nina, but I would be a little meaner. <laughs> and so when oh. I was watching the show, I was like, huh, <laughs> I guess I'm Ivan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Fedyer is, like, exactly cast. Like, oh, yeah. when they showed him, I knew exactly that he was Fedyer before they even said it. But anyway, getting ahead. Then now we go back to Ketterdam. That's how quick we like go back and forth. And we go to the menagerie because Tanta Helene asked for Inej. And we see Inej take all of her knives out. out. (laughs) She's like. So she's got one in her hair. And the thing that's funny (laughs) is the guy behind her is like, that one's new. And she's like, you want to see how it works? 
That is awesome. It is funny because, as we're about to see, it's just it's not really something that she would do anyway. Um, yeah. But it, anyway, at this point, we know that Helene knows what's going on. Apparently, everyone, because Poppy apparently. knew, Becca knew, everyone knows that Kaz is doing this thing. <laughs> everyone Everybody knows. Everybody knows everything in the barrel. And so Helene, um, Helene knows, and she wants to get on this action, but she kind of wants to stop. Kaz really I guess is what the thing is but um it's hard to tell because I mean the the show's going they don't show that much of Tanta Helene who's a huge character I feel in the story but like they, we just don't know much of her character in the show I yeah, feel yeah but um but she has a job for Inej yeah which is th- like threw me off too but I mean it, it can't throw me off it's new story so it can't right. throw me off it's just everything with the crows is just unexpected for me because I just I found this part so weird. So she wants to kill, well, we later find out who that is. She wants to kill this person who's bringing people in, supposedly. And that's how she, like, tags Inej into getting it. Because, like, she's like... Yeah, she's like, I have this guy I want you to kill. And if you kill him, I'll let you go scot-free. You can leave. You can do what you want to do. But you have to kill this guy. But she tells him, or she tells Inej that this guy is a slaver, basically. Right. And that's why Inej... So, eventually agrees to it and we know that because if you've read like we have read the book so we know that that's a huge part of her story yes which they haven't talked about in the show yet but and then i found it's so weird because then they make this they have this whole part where like Inej refuses to kill like they make a like she asks jesper about it and she yeah. asked jesper to kill for her and like i'm sorry am i going like completely crazy but that's not a part of the books right I mean, I mean, it. we don't know that because this is a whole different thing. So, like, she could initially have had an issue with... with killing people. Yeah, because she was hired on to just be the wraith. She wasn't hired on to be, like, a contract killer or anything. So, it might we might get to that point in Whoa. the book because this is all new. But, um, but that scene where she comes to Jesper is kind of funny because he's, like, checking himself out in the mirror. <laughs> like, that just, it just yeah. cracks me up. It's but cute. then when Kaz comes in and it's just like... Poof, disappears it's it's weird for some reason that whole like i just don't expect that from Inez. just from reading the books like i just was so surprised i'm like what she refuses to kill like why is she so she's worried always about been like e- even later on in like six of crows she was always the more rational <laughs> yes rational she wasn't like quick to kill yeah i i can see that I guess. I mean, I know she was very spiritual, and I mean, yeah. we see that because I mean, she's got the like, she's got the necklace, of the saint, and mm-hmm. that's like, that's really cool. I just, um, I guess I was just so surprised by it because when I, when reading Six of Crows, you meet Inej, and she's just this bad girl with all these knives that is just not scared of anything and sneak up on you and kill you. And I think it was more about like she's not wanting to kill somebody that's like not attacking her like she doesn't really have a good reason to okay i can see I that would, i would i don't know who knows i mean but th- she's also just now starting to work for kaz so we're she's just starting to get into this area yes um but then we jump right back to ravka oh and this is like yeah so they get attacked and we know and that's actually played out completely in the story when we read it um i feel like it was just like pretty much just like reading it is like they did it right on cue with camera like it was just like scene for scene it was kind of cool and they get attacked by the Fjordans mm-hmm. who are 
obviously coming after Alina, um, but Alina's confused by it. She doesn't really know, um, and the the other Grisha were trying to explain to her in the carriage, you know, like, you were a myth. You were out of a storybook. We didn't know, like, you existed. So, and I think that's really cool. The mythology of, like, the Sun Summoner is just, like, this mythical almost like creature, kind of like the stag and all that. It's like it was mythology that they didn't know whatever truly happened, but it was something that they were like kind of praying towards that was supposed to like save them from the fall, that a sun summoner would come and save them. Yeah, this whole like carriage ride and attack, we get so much information on this little thing. I had to pause it 800,000 times to explain it to my partner, but they, <laughs> they talk about the captain being bulletproof. She's looking at the scar on her hand. So that's like one of our first little things where she's like really stare. That's comes into the story later, but she's looking at the scar thing there. Um, Fedyer is telling her that an ethereal Kai of her kind has only been in picture books. So we know that they are putting her into the ethereal Kai grouping. Um, yeah. they, Ivan says the Grisha used to being a Grisha used to be a death sentence until Kerrigan came in and now they are respected and feared. Um, yeah. and that, and that now she has to be, um, in their protection because everybody has something that like they will want from her, um, because of the fold, because of who she is now. And everyone saw it. So like that little carriage ride, we got a lot in that little carriage ride. And that's like important background information. But the cool thing about the fight hmm. With the Fjordans, uh, the Druskella, um, we get to see all the different powers. Like, yes. we really get to see a good display of powers. Um, but when he asks the um, heart render to count the heartbeats to see yeah. how many, and they're trying to attack them, a smoke bomb goes off. And you hear someone say, too much smoke. Now... People that don't read the books would have no clue, but a Grisha has to have direct sight line. They have to be able to see to be able to their, tell. the person they're attacking or the person they're trying to do. So like if this the corporal, yeah. So if they're well anyone, like they have they have to have like a good like sight line. So right. like so if they can't see and it's all smoke, like they can't do it. And so that at that point they call for a squalor to, to come and try away. to blow but it away. But like but for them to scream too much smoke. I'm like, explain why, please. Like, <laughs> for the people well, that don't know, like, why would it be too much smoke? You can't see, yes, but, like, they need the direct thing. And, so there, that's that explanation there. Well, and that goes back to the whole fact that, like, they just don't explain the Grisha yes. well enough in this story in the beginning mm -hmm. for people to realize what they are, and as well as it is in the books. Like, I mean, the book, you have, like, it's the, you before you even get to the story, you have, like, the listing of it. But anyways, we know. Alina yeah it's dragged out and what's really cool about this is this next video that we're going to show is just one of my favorite parts of this episode because you get to actually see the cut and i've always imagined this in my head but never really got to know what it looked like we're jumping really far ahead with that one well i mean like we we're just at the carriage ride so they like they get attacked by the fjordans and then like during that attack is when they drag a oh out. gotcha so they drag her, gotcha. and then she gets rescued. Yes. So, because they kind of cut away right after the cut. Yes, exactly. Okay. So before that, real quickly, Chris, will you play video three of the cut? This is cool. Yeah, for red shit. 
that make it mature <laughs> that we showed that? It's not over yet. Are you hurt? would have fled now they know I'm here. You ride with me. Wow. So that's that is how it happened in the book and they explain it in the book just like that where he slides like <laughs> Yeah. And I my fa- I think one part that I loved about that is that the little detail of the blood on Alina's tooth like yeah. She's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, like, she has no clue what just happened. Like, the Gyrdon <laughs> that was just attacking her just ended up in, like, a thousand pieces. <laughs> His and top half just slid off. Yeah, it's so weird. And then she's just, I'm sure, like, having the, I just, I the blood, the detail on the tooth. Yep. I, I that just cracked me up for some mm-hmm. reason. I know it's not funny, but. It is kind of funny. <laughs> to me, I thought it was entertaining because she just, yes. yeah, weird stuff, but. That was really cool because that was just an amazing thing to see. I love yeah. seeing the cut. Um, they actually had like a blade in the it, imagery. Exa- yeah, yeah, that was so cool. Um, so I'm going to jump too far ahead. So you should probably help direct me before we get that far. Because <laughs> I... Well, at this point, from that clip, they instantly jump back to Ketterdam. Okay. So we leave <laughs> that exciting moment and we go back to Ketterdam. Um, this is where they talk about Wylan, or not Wylan, yes, it is Wylan, oh, but yeah. where Jesper is, like, begging Kaz to hire a demo guy. Right, so it's a... And so for us book readers, we're like, oh my god, it's Wylan! Well, we know it is. That's exactly who it is. Um, so it seems like Jesper has been eyeing Wylan at this point. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Possibly. Yeah. Oh, We'll so see cute. next season. Which but Kaz cute. is like, no, dude, we have to be super quiet to get into the little palace. You can't be blowing stuff up. Yeah. And I love Jesper's lines in this. I don't, I just, I remember this conversation because he's just so cute in this whole conversation with Kaz. He's just, he is. He, I, I just love Jesper so much. And he said, like, because I can't repeat it. I don't even know what to say. It's just like he says these little things where, like, it's Jesper's, like, little jobs or, like, he, he just keeps on remarking about how, like, oh, being handsome decoy yeah. is not like <laughs> handsome decoy. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not one of my jobs. I love that. I'm like, oh, you're so cute. Yes. And then they do they go right after that into like kind of watching him try to get into they. So they cut from there to um uh the a guy the, organizing his stuff and Inej coming in and like takes him out. Okay, and that so was a very a- quick thing. And then we move right back to Ravka. Like, it is a very, like, so fast, this fast, is, fast. So, and this is where the Darkling and Alina are talking, yes, right? Yes, that's, okay, so that's where Alina's like, I got to stop because my tailbone hurts. Yes, my poor tailbone. <laughs> so this is our last video that we have, um, but it's the longest one. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much information, detail, and amazing stuff to watch so you have to hear it of course you have but we're gonna watch this video and then remark about it so our last video please producer there is matter to everything even air or shadow too small to see the cut is something a summoner can do but it requires tremendous skill. 
And I would only use it as a last resort. Like that ambush. Is this my life now? Hunted wherever I go? You get used to it. How do they even know about me? A little light show in the fold was visible from miles away. Whatever their original mission was, they must have diverted to find you. That's why I'm traveling with you. So that's scared of you. I think they're more scared of you. Why? What your power means to us. You may well be the first of your kind. But we've always had a name for you. For what we hope you can do. Into the fold. Destroy it from within. With proper training, some amplification, you could have either. No! No. No what? I don't want any of this. Why can't you get rid of it? Do you think I haven't tried, Miss Starkov? If I enter the fold, I'm a beacon for the Volcra. All I can do is make it worse. Then just, can't you use some Grisha science to transfer this to someone who can use it? You would give up your gift. Gift? You dragged me away from my only friends. And now, according to you, I'm going to be a target for the rest of my life. You want to know why you've never found someone with this power? Maybe it's because they don't want to be found. Hmm. A lot of information in there. One yes. thing before I forget, why is he a beacon for the Volcra? I don't know. Okay, just I had sure. the same I question. Was, <laughs> I was just trying to... I. I really was trying to figure that out. I, I don't understand. Yes. Because he's an amplifier. Uh -huh. So what does that have to do with... He's not producing... He's he's not her. She produces sunlight. Sunlight he, yes, and light is what... Yes, he's not producing light. I don't know. I yeah, have no just, idea. I had the same question, so... Okay, just making sure because... So like, if anybody else knows. Because we know, like, I mean, to not get eaten by Volcra, you are quiet and in dark. the dark. Yeah. <laughs> so I have everything no he idea. is... Yes, everything <laughs> the darkling is. Um, but, but yes, we get the small science explanation that there's a matter to everything. Oh, it's great. Um, it, yeah, I just that they always had a name for, but she may be the first of the kind. And but then the, we, whole, the whole no thing. Yeah, he does great. And I just love the acting in that. And I love how she's just like a little kid. Like, can you just do some kind of like science <laughs> experiment and like get rid of this? I don't want this like power. Yeah. Like, I really don't need to be like summoning stuff. Yeah. I mean, she's just over it, and he's just like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because he's like the grand Grisha, you know, like yeah. President Grisha. He's been, like, around for thousands of years, and I'm sure he's never heard anybody <laughs> just be like, I don't want this. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, yeah. just completely thrown <laughs> off by it. Um, So, and then she's just, she talks about how she's so alone because she got taken away from her family, yes. and then the Darkling gives that great line. And we didn't play this just then because it was just one line, but you're Grisha, you are not alone, or you're never alone. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a good line. It really is, um, and it's so true because, and that's kind of like something we see throughout the rest of this episode. I love seeing when they, like, um, get back on the horse and we actually see in the background Azalta. Mm -hmm. That was amazing for me. Yeah. It was just, like... I love seeing that. I wish we saw more of it um, because we get, they don't show us Azalta. Like when they actually get in there, they just take us directly just to the, the little palace. Yeah. So anyways, um, so I loved Azalta. I know there's like a part in there I put, 
I love everything about Jesper. (laughs) (laughs) After Oz Alta. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because we jump to Ketterdam where he shoots the sign. Yes, and that's the cutest part. I mean, he's like, did you see that? What? What? Where'd that come from? And so, and then we, of course. And that's where where we see Poppy. Is where. Oh. Yes, that's where. And I brought it up like. 20 yes. minutes ago. Jessica Sorry, y'all. Jessica shoots the sign, um, goes to see Poppy. Clearly, there's beef because Kaz apparently stole shares from of the Crow Club from Poppy. Whatever. Boy. He's like, I'm looking for the conductor, blah, blah, blah. Um, he, Poppy says that they got wind of it. So, like, they sent a thing to the conductor saying, watch out. And, and that's how Tanta Helene, done. I guess, like, she intercepted the letter. Um because she like saw him take, she saw she had a messenger had him go followed. after him. So, um, so the so the person that Inej was hired to kill is the conductor, and the reason Tante Helene <laughs> knew <laughs> where he lived was from the note the poppy sent, and she wants the conductor killed because she wants to stop Kaz. What a I rat know. race! But it is, it's a lot. And if you're just watching it, like for the first time, no idea about anything or what's going on. Like I can see how that would be. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think I got that the first time I watched it. I don't think I did either. <laughs> the second time I was like, yeah. all right. And now since we're on and our And putting port. captions on it was very helpful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. It really does make it Is deep. that like a sign of being older where you do yeah. the captions? I don't know. <laughs> because we just, I thought that was funny when we were watching it and we you and I were like watching, and there was something we didn't hear, and uh-huh. we put the caption on just to see what it said. And then we we're like, "Oh, like, this is oh, kind of nice." Yeah, I get it now. And I was like, "Do you want to leave it on?" She's like, "Yep." And we're like, "Okay." So we just watched the rest of the yep. season. We're like, oh, "We were reading it," but anyways. <laughs> so yeah, this is where like Inej has like the knife up to the conductor's throat. Um, we learn at this point that um, he says he's not a slaver. But she says that she and her brother were taken by the family's wagon when they were 14 and 12 by four men, and they were separated. Yep, and that is, yeah, and that was but part of the story. Yeah, so that's background. But this is where um, the conductor sees the Sancta Elisabetta oh. um, necklace, and he's like, oh, the faith. Um, I and love Kaz that. Kaz interrupts him. <laughs> yeah, Kaz luckily saves him because yes. I think Inej actually literally was about to, she, yes. she was about to kill she him. She was about to. And because she was just like, um, see what the saints do. And then um, Kaz walks in. And he's like, yo, guy with a knife to your throat. I got a job for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> and then Little Palace. Which, by the way, is a place called Vestetis Palace in Hungary. I had to look it up because I really wanted to know where this. I knew where it was filmed, but mm-hmm. I wanted to know like what this building was. And, and we learned earlier that all of the stuff that was filmed inside of it is actually inside it it's all yeah. actual rooms inside this place i would love to be there and so i'm a dork like you know so i'm sure you guys will eat this up because i did when i was watching the subtitles um and he's like asking her like he's so they go to the little palace and he's like yep go to your room and he's telling the guards like she's in the take her to the vesda suite yes okay so when i saw that and i was like vesda what does Vesda mean? So I went on this whole rabbit hole. <laughs> um, just to let y'all know, there is a word, Zvezda, which I think actually the Z in front of it is silent. Yeah. Um, but anyways, 
is a word that means star in some sl- Slavic languages. Oh. Yeah, I know. So I think they were kind of trying like, yeah. So Vesda means star, which to me, mm-hmm. 15 minutes later after figuring that out, I thought was an amazing little, I don't know, yeah, Easter egg sun, for me. The sun is a star. So. I loved it. Yep. Cute. Good find. Thanks. I'm probably the only person out there that did that. And it was also Vesda's another, like, and also it's a tire. <laughs> There's a lot of like. All right. Hey. Well, there you go. Yeah. Because you think about driving tires. Anyway, no, you don't drive tires. You... <laughs> Anyways, that kind of like. Well, we, yeah, at this point, they like kind of cut back to Mal. All right, Mal. He wants to go find Alina. Michael and Dubrov are like, don't do it. And then what I thought was clever in this part was when Mal walks away, one of them, Dubrov or Michael, says, love makes people do weird things. Yeah. And in the middle of that sentence, they cut back to Kaz mm-hmm. handing Tanta Helena an envelope. And so, like, it it's hints cool. to us. It's one of those things, like, tell us you love someone without telling us you love someone. Exactly. Um, and Kaz is handing Tanta Helene the... Um, Pro, Pro club. club, basically. Yeah. As it's collateral. A, it's a deed to it. It's it's incredible. Yeah. And I thought was really cool about this, because it's kind of like this one big scene, is when we see Alina for the first time be alone. Mm-hmm. And when she gets into that room, after they take her in there, yeah. like, it's her, like I realized, because she starts crying. And I felt like, I don't know, as a young chap from the theater, I thought her, like, cry was really good in this scene. Oh, it was. I just was like... And like I was, it just I realized like I was just like okay, there's so much passion behind it because literally like everything she has been through, this is the first time she's been alone since right. she's been attacked, been a sun summoner, uh-huh. been taken. I mean, she's almost been killed twice. She, she was on the skiff. Yeah. Then watches all her friends die. Mm-hmm. Then she passes out. Then wakes up again. Gets a cut from the darkling. <laughs> then yeah, the it's she- the first time that she's able to like breathe and to not have that front of like what i'm a strong sassy woman all of a sudden now she's finally at the point where she can let it all go and she, oh my gosh so it was good and i mean pretty much at the end of it i mean they do the cute little like you know <laughs> yeah in my in notes <laughs> what did are you, your notes girl? did you see the end of my yes i did please read them <laughs> scene where alina and mal are in separate beds kind of doing the meadow hand holding thing barf we get it the end <laughs> they're fun <laughs> uh, Those were my literal notes for the. End of the I know, thing. I saw that. That's awesome. I, uh, well, you all know it's not my gig. Um, no, but for <laughs> us out there, it is cute. I think it's neat. I, I thought they did do a good job, especially since this is actually literally how yeah. this this episode opened with this, yes. and it's closing with them full circle. Yeah, it is, it is because in the first part they actually are next to each other, and then now they actually are holding hands, but. An imaginary dreamland. Oh. Cute. Mm. Okay. So, <laughs> end of episode two. Woo! I mean, discussion on that. That was a lot. It Lord. was so much more than the first episode. I know. And. Because they actually finally got to very important things. I know. And then for us, it's just like, there's so many things that are so important to us, but not everybody. So. Right. Thanks for hanging in there, Woo-hoo! y'all. Um, so, anyways. Now, let's take a quick little break because it's that time, a very special time. Let's get the tea because it's that time for... 
Grishacast News. <laughs> okay, so let's hear from Alex, our correspondent. Grisha in the field. Exactly, our Grisha in the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the tea? Hello, hello. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we have a bunch of news this week. First off, we have a lot more interviews with the cast, not just with Shadow and Bone, but with individual magazines. Those are on all of the socials. Cool. Next up, we have more behind the scenes being posted from cast and crew, so you want to check their socials for that. And Sankt Milo from episode three will be in the Netflix icons, so you can now have Milo the goat as your <laughs> little profile picture. Cute. Shadow and Bone started posting character interactions starting with Jesper, so you got to show or tell them your favorite scene. And Jesper would have about a 10-second clip replying to your question that you sent in. It was adorable, and it was genius, <laughs> and I loved it. That's awesome. Behands.net has exclusive photos of the Ravkin literature. So basically, the hmm. books that you saw Lena look at in the library with the opera are now online to look at. That is at Behands.net. The virtual meet and greet happened over the weekend. And they had about 20-minute slots that people that were confirmed RSVPs got to go in, ask questions, and chat with the cast. Uh, last but not least, at all, we do have some unfortunate news and very upsetting news for the fandom. It came out that Amita Suman, who plays Inej, her stunt double, was cast as a white woman and they put her in brown face which is extremely racist and extremely inappropriate, and Netflix and Shadow and Bone both know better. We have not received any official statement from either source, but it has come out. It also came out that Jessie Mae Lee, who plays Alina, her stunt double was also a white woman. Um, the fans are outraged, we are outraged, and the best we can do is support those who have been affected by this so yeah thank you so much and thank you that's that's true um it's it, it always sucks when you find out like i mean something that you absolutely love um has news like that and yeah it, it's i just hope that the way to not that you can fix it obviously this happened and it sucks and there are people that have a right and are upset and I just I hope and pray that Netflix will go ahead and say I'm sorry or make some kind of statement because yes, we being, need to hear from them being silent is and the longer they take the worse is gonna get and it's just for I mean we already we discussed this I mean we know how the cast was like the, the director and all of them were so like, this is a very diverse cast and we're so proud of it. And yes, it was made a big deal that it was huge, inclusive, massive and the so ne- much representation. And then for this, it's, I don't know. It's very strange. But. Yeah. And it just, it sucks. So I really hope that um, one thing that does, I, I know that Lee Bardugo had nothing to do with this. I oh, know. I mean, no, she, no. yeah, there's no way because no. if you know her and like, there's no way, but I really do hope um, for the fandom, for the Grishaverse, for the entire cast that somebody makes a statement and says something soon. Um, 
an apology needs to be make it be made because yeah. here's the thing like mistakes i i can't say like it sucks i don't think they meant to do this i don't know i mean i think it probably was a stupid thing to be done i mean it's, it just sucks i mean i can't needs, explain for them it just needs to be taken as a learning example for learning um yes. and and to move forward from there i am not a fan of cancel culture I don't think right. that everyone needs to just like run away and completely just like cancel Shadow and Bone and Netflix over this. Um, it needs to be a learning opportunity. Yeah. Um, so it's a very public thing. Um, so it needs to be in the forefront of everyone's mind to be a little more sensitive about these things. Um, and I, it, and to learn from it. That's the key thing. It's we we all are humans. We yes. all are here. We all like none of us know everything and are like amazing we all have to learn from one another and learning from mistakes are valid and those are always the things that i always remember you know mm -hmm. when i really screw something up yes is i usually don't make that mistake you learn from your mistakes way more than you learn from people saying anything i know i just i hope that something is said soon yes and we'll leave it at that so um anyways i'm sorry for all those out there that are hurt by this we um we are there for you. Yes. And um, so going forward, um, yeah, listener shout outs. What we got? We have Tanya, who Ooh. got an amazing tattoo. Mm. Um, it was done by Amber Howe at Flying Tiger Tattoo in Cincinnati, Ohio. Her Instagram is Amber Howe Tattoo. And for those listening to the podcast, you'll have to go over to YouTube to see this picture. Um, but it is of a crow with the, the cup, like the um, Six of Crows. They're trying to do the um, logo for, you know, yeah. the Six of Crows logo. With the no mourners, no funerals <laughs> on it. Um, yeah. So go on, go ahead and go to our YouTube channel to see that picture. Go ahead and like our page while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to Tanya for the dedication. Absolutely. And for those of you that I really don't think there are a lot of you out there that have not been that haven't read these books, because I think that seriously, all our listeners are like Grisha verse mm -hmm. addicts. So if you want another like scooping of this, you can always we are now a part of the Fable Book Club. Ooh, that whoop. is an app. And it's great for times like this, even like I mean, as a, I'm saying, like COVID season, um, even if you don't want to do anything with like the Grisha verse, there are so many other like free book clubs you can be a part of. And it's, I love that. I love having that connection with other people about things I'm reading because I'm always reading. And this uh, one we're actually hosting. I know. So you probably won't want to hear any more of us. <laughs> That's why I'm saying find like another book or something. Cause no, yeah. listen to us more. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause I'm reading from blood and ash right now and I'm loving that book. That's a really I, yes, good. Fantasy. That's on my list. It's good, girl. Again. And you need us. Um, I'm sure people out there have watched this, but I told you. You need to watch The Nevers if you yes. need something else to watch. It's on HBO. You haven't seen it yet, but it's no, so good. I You're going to love it. I will get to it after I watch this crazy show I'm watching now because I just need to see it through because I'm just that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> I know <Yes>. you are. <laughs> well, we've been talking y'all ear off for mm -hmm. about an hour now, Woo. so I'm sure y'all are sick of us, which means y'all probably aren't going to go and like try to listen to Grish Cuss after. But. If you want to, please, we are there. We will be, like, posting more stuff. And, hey, I'm going to ha have a little segment um, about teaching Ravkin. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all want to learn another language? This ain't on Duolingo. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, it's been great, guys. We will be back next week with episode three. So, bye, guys. Bye. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and now Patreon at GrishaCast. A very special thank you to the GrishaCast staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, and Amber. Love you all. <laughs>